0: From up in the nosebleeds to down to the 50-yard line, wherever you watch the game, this is the place to sound off. Sports Talk with Jock on 770 CHQR.
1: It is Friday night. You know what that means, sports fans. We don't talk covid uh, we won't talk about the protests. This is our show about nothing. We're going to tell some stories. We're going to bring on a special guest. We like to embarrass ourselves. It's Friday fun time with the People's Sportscaster, the one and only Derek Bidwell from Global Saskatoon. Bidzy? Ooh, yeah. Go <laughs> I, I, I am good, man. It's National Donut Day. Like, did you have a donut today?
2: I wasn't aware.
1: Oh, uh, oh
2: sorry. But, but but no 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 and, and none in the newsroom here at Global Saskatoon. Wow. And uh I, I was not aware, but you know what? I've had enough donuts and <laughs> stuff like that over the last little while that I don't think it hurts my waistline at all if I skip donut day.
1: Okay, fair enough. What, what's your go to donut? Like I'm the double chocolate guy, man. I'm I'm all over that.
2: Uh Wow, well, I mean, there's not a lot of bad ones. There no, really that's isn't true. A lot of bad ones.
1: Uh, although but, I don't uh, like the ones with jelly in them. Those ones just gross me out.
2: I wouldn't say they gross me out. I just would. I just. I don't think I need a donut within a donut. Like, I mean, it's bad enough from having a donut. Do need to have something else inside the donut? You know, like. I don't know if I would. It's like bacon wrap stuff. I don't know. Like a lot of times, bacon wrap stuff is. The stuff that's being wrapped in bacon is already hard enough for my waistline. I don't need to wrap it in bacon and then dip it in butter and all that stuff. So I, I, I try you. to keep it at one thing. So yeah, the jelly in there is just some more calories within the big lot of calories that you're consuming. But if I did have to pick one, it would be, um, you know, what it would be it would be just uh, a vanilla donut uh, with the vanilla icing on it okay. with all those colorful. Round, uh, crunchy sprinkles
1: on top. Oh, the sprinkles! Okay, yeah, yeah you know, I don't
2: know. I, there's a lot of colors in there. I like the crunch. I don't know. I'm six years old.
1: I, I, I'm good with the sprinkles. You know what? I you know what I don't like besides the jelly? I, I also does, don't like that fine sugary substance on top. When you take a bite, and it gets all over you. It's all over your clothes, and it's all over your face, and it's like it's just it's a messy donut teeth Like I, I'm, I'm not into that.
2: That is, that, is, <laughs> that, is a, that is a messy donut to eat. I like how you're trying to, you got all your face. I'm not into that. I am just not into that. No. I don't care what no. anybody says. I'm not into that. There's no, a box a of donuts. Book.
1: They got that sugary stuff on it. I'm out. I'm not yeah, touching it. You know, so.
2: Well, no, but are you out or are you out? Or are you out if there's other ones?
1: Oh well you, if okay. if, there, oh, if I see a box of donuts, I'm I'm all in, but I'm not going for yeah, the Yeah, but sugar. what
2: if there are only those ones left? Are you are you not having it?
1: Oh, see that's that's
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: that's a tough yeah. one, you know. That's a tough but I'm And uh, if you're
2: hungry, yeah. It, I don't well know about exactly. That
1: track exactly. You know, you've seen yeah. me in food, man. I see food, yeah. I eat it. Yeah. Oh man. Um hey, I, We've seen a lot of um, a lot of athletes apologize this week. I was asking you earlier today I said you've never had to like you're too nice you've never had to apologize in your whole life you've never had to do in a public apology I can't believe that Wow well,
2: like, like the average Joe has Well we all screw up we all apology. make mistakes I've had to apologize We all things, make mistakes but not, you, you're but saying you' public apology. you're saying like,
1: you're no, perfect things. you've never made a mistake.
2: No, not on a public <laughs> level, though. Like I just said, I apologize for lots of things. I probably apologize, I wouldn't say daily, but I'm sure Oh, okay. Andrea could tell you probably weekly anyway. I mean, some of them are a little, most of them are fairly light. Like, sorry, I, what did I do the other day? She, uh, oh, she gave me heck for her. Oh, so I got her starting to uh, run, uh, to do hill runs with me. So, uh, to run up and down hills. And so, uh, I've been kind of going on this toboggan hill near my mom and dad's place in Saskatoon. And it's a pretty, it's a pretty good hill, good sized hill. And uh, so Andrea is like, I'm not doing that. I told her that it can really, it really works the muscles in your glutes and your hams and your calves, especially your calves and your glutes. If you stay on your toes and, uh, and she's like, okay, yeah, yeah, I'd like to do that. I want to work on my glutes and my calves and all that, whatever. And so then she says, okay, then let's, let's do some hill runs. So, she decides. well, she just want to do the big toboggan hill. That's that's getting a little too crazy. Let's start off to some this little hill, that's at a, at a nearby behind a nearby elementary school. Like it's just a a hill. It's not used to toboggan or anything. I don't know. Maybe for wee wee little kids, but it's just a small little hill. But so we, we so we did it more times. Anyway, so after it was over, I said, "Great job, great job, hon." You know, like we'll, we'll we'll start off with that number. We finished. We did. We went up and down thirty times. So I said, you know, like let's. You know, we'll try to do another 30. I mean, we'll get it to 40, 50. And this is a small hill. I'm not trying to <laughs> pump our tires here. Okay. Um, but but I said, you know what? And I said, you know what? It, it's great. Like you said, it's great for your for your calves and your butts. And uh, I, I'm, when I said your, I meant a person's, of course. But then she took it as, like, hers. Right? <laughs> so then now you're dancing around all the time. I'm like, oh And she goes, okay, so good to know. I need to work on my calves in my butt and i no i don't make me feel bad don't make me dance around and scramble for words i meant a person's yours are great i love you the way that you that you are ah uh, so then you know one of those sorry i didn't mean that so as far as apologies go okay yeah little ones all the time but it, i can't say like mm-hmm. big ones and i've never had to do an apology that i can recall for anything Uh, you know, like, like on the air, I haven't had to do a public apology. I'm, I'm guessing you're, you're, well kind of well first first of all
1: first of all grease. I want first of all I want to say I, I want to say Andrea's hot you know she you know you, you, yeah. she's a 10 I out she, of my she's a, class for and sure. oh, and now I got to apologize cuz I'm flirting with your uh, with your significant other there so I'm sorry yeah. for that but uh, no I hey you know what I I've, I've made mistakes I'm you know we all make mistakes and uh, you know and, and, and I've made some Sherry uh, on the
2: show she'll tell us some of your mistakes
1: I have made public mistakes this is this one I can laugh about now um, so so one time when I was doing the Calgary Flames broadcast and Al McInnes, Al McInnes, of course, had the big, booming slap shot, and it was like three games in a row that he took the big, vicious slap shot, and he broke the plexiglass at the Saddle Dome. And so I, I'm hosting the pre- and post-game show at the time, and so I go on in the post game show, I, so I say, where do the Flames buy their plexiglass at Liquidation World? I thought I was trying to be funny. Liquidation World yeah. happened to be happened to be one of our major sponsors of the Calgary Flames broadcast at the time. They're no longer in business, but uh, so anyway, I'm I'm on the air the next day apologizing to Liquidation, liquidation World. World. So, so I'm, yep. I'm just,
2: and, did you and did you have to did you have to go into did you have to go actually? Liquidation World has great. Great. Uh, Variety. Exactly. Of oh, and yeah. I know that I. And the lowest price is this side of Coopie, British Columbia. <laughs> I, had,
1: I, I had the full apology written out for me by the uh, sales team, let me tell you.
2: Oh. <laughs> I- <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: I, I think my most embarrassing, and this was my most embarrassing one, and this 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 is one that that still resonates with me. And I think I'm a, now a better broadcaster because of it. And, and it goes it goes with what's going on in the world today. So so here I am, a rookie broadcaster. I think I've only been in the business for for a year, year and a half. And remember, I'm I'm a young kid from Coopy, British Columbia. So I'm 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 yeah. not very worldly when I when I come from pooscoopy British Columbia. So I go to a, the Calgary Flames game this day, and and Jamie McCann, the Calgary Flames lose. And the refereeing was not very good. And Jamie McCowan, uh, in the post-game interview with me, and I've got him one-on-one, he goes off. He goes off on the officiating. And he basically just carves them a new you-know-what. And then he ends it with, with a racial slur, you know, that the fans jobbed us out of a victory. He didn't say jobbed. I'm not even going to say what he said. Uh, oh, but you, yeah. But you can you can probably guess what he said. So, But I, I, I'm, a, I'm a rookie broadcaster, and... I didn't say it, so I'm thinking, well, this is kind of fun. This is good. This is good. This is good audio. And so I play it on the next morning on the morning show, and all hell breaks loose, okay? And I tell you what, I learned a really, really good lesson uh, because not, and, and, not only did, it, let me finish, because not only yeah. did I have to apologize, I had to actually go to the Saddle Dome and get Jamie McCowan to make an apology as well. And, well, how did that go over? Oh, that was that was that was the toughest thing I have ever had to do in this business.
2: And a bit and was he choked that uh, extra choked that? You know, like he maybe he was caught up in the moment. Yeah, and, but again you know,
1: and, and well, again, it's on me. It was, he he said it, but yeah. I played it, so I was I yes, was that's responsible.
2: Right, that's right. So you almost got to kind of watch out for his back. And, and you and I find ourselves in this situation a lot mm-hmm. of times too. You know, like sometimes. It depends, on, it depends on what the, what they've said, right? Like, I mean, if they're going to go off, then you let them go off. Like, if somebody's going to be as uh, intentionally uh, disrespectful like Sean Avery was to Dion Phaneuf right. a while back when he was talking about his now wife, uh, then you're like, okay, well, you, you've dug your hole. You, you looped your own noose in that rope. You're going to put your head in it, whatever. Um, but sometimes when you're doing an interview, especially a one-on-one, you know, Scrum's different because now everybody's kind of got it and exactly. it's kind of all out there, or whatever. But especially if somebody's doing a one-on-one with you, you almost got to kind of look out for them, right? You, you almost got you to do. kind of be their protector. You got to be like, and, and I've done it, and I've done it plenty of times where some people have said some stuff where I'm like, ooh, that could really rub. I don't know if they meant that. I think they were just caught in the heat of the moment. I'm gonna I'm gonna put that one off to the side. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna ask them a similar question again if they want to go back to it, and if they're positive they really want to say that well then maybe i will but i think they just got caught up in the moment so that's one where you're you're kind of us as journalists and we're we're all in this we're trying to be in this together the athletes the the coaches Mm -hmm. the 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 owners the gms the broadcasters especially in sports we're we're trying to generally for the most part we're just trying to do this of course to have fun and uh, provide entertainment and, and and it be on the lighter side of things but uh, you know, for sure, when when they kind of fly off the handle and they say something that might be controversial, you, depending on what it is and, and the context of it all, you got to kind of watch out yeah. for them. But also, and I find myself doing this all the time, is um, you know just also protecting the the in, interviewee or the subject uh, when they sound just foolish, like uh, you know, you use a different quote. Like the other day, this guy combined two sayings. He was like Ricky from uh, the Trailer Park Boys. He just put together two things, right? Like mm-hmm. he said. Well, you know what I say. No use crying over, uh, you know, uh, no use crying over water under the bridge. Right. And I'm like, and I'm like, okay, I'm pretty sure you combine two <laughs> sayings there. I'm pretty
1: sure you're not going not 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 to embarrass the guy and play the clip. And uh, yeah, okay, so I get you it.
2: don't you don't play no. it, right? So I'm like, ah, okay. Well, unless you
1: really don't like the person.
2: Yeah. yeah, unless the guy's a real <laughs> jerk. But yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but that, that yeah. was a, that was a stupid thing for me and, and again I, I just I just was unintelligent. I had no idea I had no you know and, and, and I learned a, a really good lesson at the time. So I
2: was going to say like if you ever get a chance to talk to some of the broadcast uh, future broadcast uh, journalists at Mount Royal or Sate or something. That would be one you might want to pass I, on. I, to I, I've, told, I've, told, the to sto-
1: I've told the story before at broadcasting courses, yeah. yes. It's, uh, yeah. Yeah. One yeah. Of the- hey, I tell you that. what we got to do. we We go got to take, take a quick time out here on uh, a Sports Talk with Jock. Friday, fun time with the People Sportscaster. Uh, we're going to bring on another special guest. You get the pleasure to introduce this special guest, so I'm not going to tell you who it is, but he's okay. a good friend of yours, good friend of mine as well, and uh, that's all I'll say. Our special guest is coming up next. He's Derek Bidwell. I'm Jock Wilson. This is Sports Talk with Jock. Quickly want to recognize our community. Champion. Our Community Champions is brought to you by Calgary Co-op. Every community has a champion. You know the people. They go above and beyond during the pandemic. Well, what you want to do, what we want you to do is recognize the Community Champion in your neighborhood. Go to our website, 770chqr.ca. Tell us the story about the Community Champion, and then Sue and Andrew will feature the Community Champion on the morning news. And at the end of it all, one lucky champion is going to receive a $350 gift card to Calgary Co-op delivered directly to their door by the 770 CHQR Community Cruiser, powered by Bo West Appliances. The special guest on the Friday Fun Time is up next. This is Sports Talk with Jock. Okay, Bidzi, I don't want to get you into trouble here tonight, but uh, I just got a text from Maggie. And Maggie says, oh. "And Maggie says, hey, Bidzy, if you ever come back to YYC, let's do Edworthy Hill a few times. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, that's code or something? I, I don't know. <laughs> well, you're talking about running hills. Oh, and by the way, by the way, the, the lovely Andrea is listening because I just got a text from Andrea, too. And she says, just so you know, I rarely, rarely give him heck. So there you go.
2: She's pretty good. She's got a pretty long leash with me, and uh, yes, she is awesome, beautiful inside and out. And uh, yes, she rarely gives me hex. She's 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 pretty good uh, to go through this journey with. Yes, yeah, she's pretty awesome. Okay. And Maggie, I'll take you up on that challenge <laughs> and when I return to YYC, but I need to uh, I, I need to train a little more in Saskatoon before I take that okay. on. Okay.
1: Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. Do, do you know Maggie? Yes, Maggie
2: oh. used to live in the same complex as me. Oh, there you together, go. Okay, so and we work we... together in building and uh, and renovating. Okay. and okay. Uh, our, our gym, our gym in the building. In the okay,
1: complex. good, good stuff. Yeah. Hey, do you want to do you want to introduce our special guest tonight, Bizzy?
0: All right, I will. Here we go. Okay. <clears throat> Here we go. He hails from Northern British Columbia. In some circles, he is known as the Prince George Kid. His brother says he's better looking, and he's a better dancer than Sean. Darmic Bull says when Sean comes over, the female fish stop swimming, and they hide in the treasure chest. He made the Roughnecks top 50 all-time beauties list, a top 40 under 40 in Cowtown. He is your man that keeps the mattresses out of your landfill ladies and gentlemen he is tonight's guest here on fun time Friday with busy and Jocko it is mr. Sean cable
1: uh, well done that was your best ever that was your best Wow. caves how thank you
3: how are you you did yourself that today <laughs> I gave it all I could I'm sweating I'm sweating yeah. over here take a, take a break
1: well uh, how first of all how was how was canon ask today did uh, did you tee it up
3: well, I'm actually took a break, and uh, we got a little rain, uh, or sorry, frost delay. So I'm sitting here. Uh, a frost delay. So, uh, yeah, so I'm by the Mount Kid uh, tea box, just taking a little break from the fellows and uh, taking the call. So <laughs> I got a beautiful backdrop of the, uh, to, to do the call. <laughs> uh,
1: well, you, you know what? You, I, I understand you've listened to every single one of these shows. You know, you, you I must, haven't missed one. You must I not have missed. a life on Friday night, Sean. Let, let me tell you.
3: <laughs> well. Some would say that. Some would say that this is so entertaining that I just can't miss
1: it. Okay. Well, uh, a birdie we'll told. with the second one. Right. A, a birdie. A birdie told me that maybe your favorite was our Mother's Day uh, special. So I, I'm going to bring on a special guest here because we, we got we got Sean's mom Myrna on the on the show oh, with us here tonight as well. Myrna, how are you? <laughs>
4: I'm very well, Jock. Thank you so much for having me on. Not not a
1: pr- we we wanted to get the the real story on your son. Oh, so oh. so 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 tell us, you know, Sean always says he's a good kid and you know never never gets into trouble or anything like that. So uh, can can you can can you give us the
4: inside scoop?
3: Can I just well, hang up and just go back to my golf game then if you guys are going to do
4: this to me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sean, I'll be kind. Yeah. You know Go me. Go ahead. <laughs> well, actually, we had an unwritten rule in our house that uh, if anything would ever happened that was of any, you know, kind of concern, that they were not to tell us about it until we were old enough to laugh about it. And it's yeah, our, our our families
3: are, are like Vegas. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we weren't silly. We we always saw little signs here and there. So we always knew there was some shenanigans that could have happened, maybe when we weren't home. But on the whole, he was a good guy. He was the oldest. He was the one that you know had to lead the way, and uh, he he did well. He did well.
1: Uh, you <laughs> know, it's funny, Myrna, because I know where Prince George is. I I have a brother that lives in what? Prince George, as a matter of fact, and 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 I grew up in in Pouscoopy, Dawson Creek. So so I know I know the north pretty well. I, I've got to think Sean probably was like the hottest ticket in Prince George. Is that is that fair?
4: Oh well, without a doubt. <laughs> he put lacrosse it, on the map. It's those so
1: dimples, you know. Oh. <laughs> Myrna, th- thank you so much. We wanted to just embarrass your son here tonight. So, uh, I, I, I guess you're. I guess you're, you're. You're also one of the founders of, of, uh, of Remat, right? Myrna?
4: Oh, oh, no, no, no. no, no. It, it, this was Sean's idea. All Sean's uh,
1: idea? Oh, no, okay. yeah. Okay. No,
4: you can imagine getting the call to his parents at one point and saying, yeah, I think I'm going to start my own company. Oh, yeah, that sounds exciting. And then, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to recycle mattresses. I'm pretty sure there was an audible pause, uh, Jock, <laughs> um, when we both saw them we looked at each other and went, what is that? You know, like, what is that? But here we are, and um, it's a real success story, and he's uh, he's worked really hard, and he's done very well with it, so we're super proud of him.
1: Well, I tell you what, we're going to talk about that a little bit later on. Now, Myrna, mm-hmm. thanks so much for your time tonight. You have a great weekend. Stay safe and stay healthy.
4: Thank
1: you. You too. All right. Uh, that's, uh, that's Sean Cable's mom.
3: Thanks, Mom.
1: Love you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, Caves, we've we got to take a break, and, and I know we've got to get back to the golf course, but we've we got to keep you on here for a bit longer. So I'm going to put oh, you on okay. the spot here because you know what the show is all about. So mm-hmm. I, men- I mentioned Prince George. You're a Prince George boy. Colorado, Portland, Anaheim, or Prince George? You played in Colorado. You played in Portland. You played in Anaheim. You played in Prince George. Uh, which, which city has the best night- nightlife?
3: Well, you can't beat the penetrator in Prince George. That's for sure. I mean, that's a number one mainstay for sure. But uh, out of those three or four, I would say Colorado was pretty good. And why? Very similar to Prince George or to Calgary. I mean, oh, okay. so it, was, uh, it was a good nightlife. Sure. I, I,
1: I didn't. I didn't give Calgary's an option because we knew Calgary would win. So, what, uh, what, what yeah. makes Colorado so good?
3: I just found it sort of very similar to to Calgary. So you just kind of felt at home. You know, you were that close to the mountains and uh, similar type of people. It was kind of an oil and gas type city. So you just, you kind of, you felt at home. My only Anaheim would have been great, but it was just so far from like Manhattan Beach and those other places that it didn't have quite the nightlife that you would have hoped for in actual Anaheim. So, uh, you know, it was a great city, but it wasn't as good of a nightlife as I
1: Probably would have hoped. I, I get that. Hey, you haven't teed it up again yet, have you? Can you can you sort of play golf and yeah, talk to us yeah. at the same time? Can you just hold on a second while I try and make this putt? Well, I tell you what, we're going to no. put you on hold because we've got a break for the news at the bottom no. of the hour. We're going to come back in about three or four minutes, and we're going to continue this conversation. Derek Bidwell, Sean Cable, I'm Jock Wilson. This is Sports Talk with Jock. This is Friday Fun Time. Don't go anywhere. Keep it locked right here on 770 CHQR. Caves, how are you, buddy? I'm good. Having a little bit of fun on a Friday night, as we always do. It's Friday fun time with the people, sportscaster Derek Bidwell, and our very special guest, a former NLL star, an NLL champion with the Calgary Roughnecks, Sean Cable, is with us as well. Uh, first of all, did did we we didn't embarrass you too much with your mom, did did we, Sean?
3: Well, i was surprised. Yeah. Okay. I'll say that. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> she sounds but like a. Always- She's pretty good, yeah. Sounds like a, sounds
1: like a great lady. Hey, Bidzi? that was Bidzi's idea, by the way, Sean.
3: Oh, really? That surprises yeah. me.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I thought it. I thought that was great. I thought that was cute, Myrna's such a sweetheart. That was that was a good wow. little segment. What I like is that you teed it up with, hey. So uh, I know Prince George pretty well, uh, Myrna, <laughs> and uh, and uh, you sounded like like you're the top. Six buttons of your dress shirt run down, and you got a gold chain dangling there, and red chest hair puffing out. And so
3: you, you he had his had, flannel on, flannel at the pit yeah. party.
2: Oh yeah, and then you said, "I bet you, I bet
3: you, I bet you." Yeah, Sean one and the, one, uh, Myrna are now best friends because uh, I don't know if you know this, but uh well, Derek and I have become friends over the last few years, and. Uh, so I went away for a trip for my 40th birthday, and so Myrna and, uh, and Derek became best friends while I was gone and surprised oh. the big 40 party for me. So another BFS. so it doesn't surprise me now. There you
1: go, BFFs. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's you know b- what? What I'm learning, Sean, is is busy's a ladies' man. You know, Maggie's texting him. Andrew is <laughs> texting me. Myrna, Myrna, you know, has a little bit of a boy crush on him. It's all good.
3: Well, yeah. I mean, I can't get invited on any hikes, but <laughs> apparently, Derek can't. He's not even living here anymore. <laughs> <laughs> not even part of it. I'm
2: almost as popular and as an out of towner as as Not movie, even in the area code anymore. <laughs> Darmic Bull still takes the cake. But anyway, back to that, I thought it was cute. She said, yeah, he's probably one of the hottest tickets there. And then she said, and then just what a mom would say, so cute, the way,
0: oh, well, he's got those cute dimples. And then right
2: away, I have known Sean long
3: enough, I'm like, oh, his face is turning red right
0: now. It's even
3: a little chilly out in Canada, and I think I still went red, for sure. Good for you.
0: Good for
4: you.
3: Well, yeah, this is a... Sorry, Jocko, you were going to say, no, uh, I was just going
2: to ask the first question with the Caves here. You go. As far as sto- stories go. Well, we were talking about golf, obviously, Kananaskis, uh one of the gems uh, in Canada, of course, and uh, and and for sure in Alberta. I had the privilege of working there one summer as a valet. You are there, just finished a round of golf. Speaking of golf, you've listened to every show, every one of these Friday night fun times that Jock and I have done, as we said earlier on. Mm-hmm. And I know that I've talked to you, and you've said some of these themes that we've had you were like oh I got a great story for that and I just told you now just keep just wait till we have you on the show of course you guys won the championship this year uh or you know we would have won it again this year for the second time of course so you're still defending yeah. champs well we get to be champs for uh, a second year yeah that's right you guys you guys get to get another ring but anyway yeah. so w- one of them you said though uh, speaking of golf you said was a brilliant. Uh, Sports trip. I think you called it, uh, you know, the best sports trip that you've ever taken. So, and it has to do with golf. I know a little bit about it. So there's your TF. Tell us the story.
3: Well, the Waste Management has got to be, and this is surprising even to myself saying this, that uh, it's one of the best trips that you can do and best live sports events that you can go to. And uh, sitting on the 16th hole is amazing. And you guys have already had him on, but Jason Lovar is one of my buddies that uh, we grew up together. And uh, so he, he was lucky enough to play in Phoenix. So we go down visit. And we go to this Waste Foundry. What's this all about? So, you know, it's evolved over the years into this massive event. And uh, you sit on the 16th hole, and it's always a struggle because, you know, Thursday you go down, and, you know, everyone's all excited. You get into the beers, and you have fun. You go golfing, and then Friday you tell yourself, yes, let's just take it easy tonight because we got to be at the course at, like, 6 a.m. to be able to sprint to the 16th hole to be able to get our spot and uh so that never really happens so you're kind of dragging you know a little bit to but you still get there and you sit there and you wait for like 3 hours and then everything starts to happen so there, you know the beers come out and everybody the golfers come and everything's having fun and it is such an awesome time and uh, it always happens which is just the best for me personally it's always on my weekend birthday and uh and the Super Bowl weekend and all the rest of it so Oh, I I went down there a couple of times to visit Barb's and a couple of our other buddies uh, went down. And then we got a big group of us and there was uh, eight of us that went down. So we had matching plays that we did it off. We had a you know, great time. So after the event, <laughs> my brother, who is, you know, busy, a bit of a wild nut at times. And uh, so we're yeah. at the, uh, he can do some strange things at times. And uh, sometimes it's very it clever. and we, we got to give him some Yes. Yeah. Very clever and witty. Very witty. Sometimes it, like, causes grief, and sometimes it causes a lot of pleasure. So in this particular time, it caused a lot of pleasure. And uh, so we had this funny thing. It was the invisible skip rope. So (laughs) him and I, we go outside, and this is just outside the bird's nest, which is kind of like the after party. It's like a cowboy's tent, and uh, we start doing the invisible jump rope. And so this is like double Dutch.
2: This is not a single
3: person jumping rope. This is like double Dutch. Yeah, there's no rope and it's just that and we're pretending like we're spinning it around and all our buddies keep coming in and jumping around like they're jumping above we had like 50 people in the jump rope <laughs> it turned into the funniest afternoon everyone's just juiced out of coming after the watching the golf all day long so and then they thought this was the funniest thing ever i think it even made the local news like it was a, it turned into a pretty fun time but that is like the best weekend you have combined golfing yourself watching the golf you can usually go to a hockey or basketball game and uh it turned into just, uh, it's an awesome weekend for sure, and then you wrap it up by watching the Super Bowl somewhere, and uh, and then come home on the Monday. It's
1: great. That is a good weekend, and 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 you get exercise too with the invisible skipping rope. So uh, you know, nice yeah, job, Caves. Yeah. Nice, nice job. Hey, Burke <laughs> Dale's told us a story where he uh, he got to meet. Uh, um, was it Michael Jordan? I think he got to meet. Yeah, it was Michael yeah, it Jordan. You you have a story apparently of, of meeting Dennis Rodman.
3: Yeah, so uh we were uh, so my years that I played in Anaheim, uh we had a guy, a teammate of ours, Casey Powell, he was a very uh established uh, lacrosse player, especially American guy. He a you know, division one you know, player, all American and he uh played at Syracuse and so he had some connections to some different people and uh so we had I used to stay down I was going to Mount Royal at the time so I would try and get a few extra days whenever I would take a trip down there. And so uh, all the fellows that were living, uh, playing for, for Anaheim were living in Newport Beach. And so one day uh, Casey said, yeah, I'm staying down for this week. He said, uh, come to, uh, this was a native fellow that was on our team, Lowellas. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said, hey, come to Lowellas tomorrow. We're going to go out on the boats tomorrow. I said, oh, okay, cool. And uh, so we go down to the Newport Beach uh, pier. And uh, we, we're just waiting around. I'm like, well, like whose boat are we going out or whatever? Who was up for Dennis Rodman? No. On his his ridiculous boat. And I'm like, are you kidding me right now? Like, we're going out with him? So, uh, hilarious day, many stories. He's got, you know, he's just, he's who you saw on the documentary, which is kind of timely that it, you know, just came out. And he just, he's a wild one, that's for sure. Was Carmen Electra uh, there? I That would have been nice. No, you know, but she jokes. wasn't. Okay. That would have been nice. No. Unfortunately, she wasn't there for the day. It was just him and okay. uh, a guy driving the boat. And uh, so then we would just roll into the piers. And, you know, celebrity status never really, like, hit me until you see a guy that is that well known as he was, because that's just after many championships and all that stuff. He'd been retired now. And we would pull into different piers around, like, Newport Beach and stuff. And everybody recognized him. Everybody saw him. Um, I saw a few, a few chefs that day. Uh, people that uh, w- wanted to share some beers and uh, and some 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 boobies, and uh, yeah, it was interesting. I hope to, I'll tell you that. <laughs> well,
1: I, I'm not awesome surprised. Chef. Celebrity yeah, status brings out the I, best in people. I like was, that. There
3: was no shortage in that, for sure. That day. I was like, so he, was spending was. spending
1: a day on the boat with uh, with. Dennis Rodman, that would be, that would be wild, like, I mean, there's, I don't think there's anybody wilder in, in the sports world, really, when it's all said and done.
3: Yeah, you know, like, we we tried to, you know, it's kind of a weird situation in a way, it's because you're like, man, I wish we could just, like, open Pandora's book right now, but uh, uh, you just didn't, you know, you kind of feel kind of weird in a way, he's taking you out and stuff, but I mean, like, it just the notoriety, the way people just were like so accepting of them, and just so excited to see him and to be sort of there with them was kind of, it was pretty cool.
1: for sure. I've had one encounter with Dennis Rodman when he came to speak for the, uh, for the uh, JCC dinner here in Calgary and probably the wrong guest speaker for the JCC sports dinner, but we had him on <laughs> the air. And of course he drops the F bomb and I didn't have the, uh, the delay happening. So is that right? Oh yeah. Oh, I didn't hear that. oh, oh yeah. Nice. So he, 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 <laughs> and he told, he told some terrible stories at the JCC sports dinner. The, uh, the poor ladies were walking out of the room. It was, it was pretty nasty. Yeah. <laughs>
3: (laughs) Yeah. Watching that Jordan documentary and to think that the leash that he had was, uh, you know, like, uh, you know, I played a professional sport, not to the level of those guys, but to think that, you know, a guy like Michael Jordan would just say, yeah, all right. You go blow off some steam and yeah. come right back, and it was pretty incredible. Yeah.
1: Uh, it is that is incredible. Hey, listen, uh, we are we are getting short on time, and and I know you're you're, you're still on the golf course, so I, I wanted to ask you about remat though, because I I've talked to you a little bit about it before, and and this city is all about recycling. This mayor is all about recycling, but what's happening? Uh, we're, we're not using remat. We're still sending these uh, uh, these mattresses to the landfill. I, I don't quite get it, Sean.
3: Yeah, I mean, it's been a battle. I mean, we've done a great job to try and make this a success and uh, have worked really well with retailers and different landfill sites all over uh, outside of Calgary. The frustrating part was that we were like two weeks away from the bid to be able to get a chance to work with the city right before this whole pandemic hit. And, uh, you know, six years into this thing, and the frustrating part, you know, for sure, so you know, I'm hoping that maybe they'll they'll get it back on the table and we can do it and we can you know save all these mattresses and box springs from going into landfills, car seats as well. We're doing now. So okay. you know we're we're trying to do our best to to help. And uh, you know this pandemic nobody thought would <laughs> derail multiple things but it's really affected our business for sure so we're really hoping that we can you know get get this back on the table and and work with the city to be able to divert 100 percent of these things
1: uh for for, for those that don't know uh, maybe just explain what remat is because this was a vision you had uh, what six years ago now
3: yeah we're um, yeah six years into it so we basically take any used mattresses box springs and now car seats uh and we uh, tear them apart and recycle the materials into different things. So the foam goes into new carpet underlay. We use the the wood for uh, landscaping and um, and animal bedding out of farms. The metal, obviously, we shredded ourselves in-house and then we sent it to metal recyclers. So, you know, just a really bulky, big item that doesn't need to be sitting in landfills for 30, 40 years, taking up huge amounts of space when we can reuse those materials to do other things. So... Our goal is to try and work with the landfills, divert them map the sites, just like they do with bridges, stoves, all those other things, and uh, bring them to us, and then we can we can turn them into other items.
1: Fantastic. Bizzy, I'm, I'm going to give the last question to you, man, or, or the last comment uh, as we as we say goodbye to Sean.
2: Well, I was just going to say, you know, real quickly, as for those that, you know, once they want to recycle their mattresses, don't take them to the landfill, take them to Remat, look up Remat, take them to Sean, take them to Remat. Now, my last one real quick, Sean, you guys won a championship. As we mentioned, you guys are still the defending champs. Unfortunately, the NLL has decided to, uh, you know, cancel the remainder of their season. So there won't be any champion this year, which makes you guys the, I guess, the defending champs for another year. But real quickly, what's the biggest memory? What's the funnest memory? What comes to mind if you got about, you know, let's say about 45, 60 seconds here to tell us about that championship after you won it? I, I had a chance to drink out of the cup myself, that thing is very jagged and dangerous to drink beer out of, but uh, what comes to mind when you think back about it quickly? Well,
3: I I think it's just, uh, it really makes you reflect. I mean, I I was a small part in in my coaching role with the Roughnecks, and You know, played many years and never had the opportunity to win as a player, unfortunately, but uh, you you just think about, like, you know, the first coach that you had, and you're, you know, obviously my mom was on earlier, and my dad and my brother, and uh, just, you know, all the support that they give you, and, and people along the way, and just to be a part of that was just so special, and um, my relationship with, like, her, as we were teammates as players and now as coaches and his in- inspiration to me and things like that. And and also to have my little daughter there was just, like, unbelievable Kingston, like, drinking out of the cup. And she even made a comment to my mom the other day about how uh, we, got, we drink chocolate milk out of the cup.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> and just, you know, it's just, I don't know. Yeah, it makes me, like period every time I see no matter what sport it is somebody winning a championship because it's just so like hard to do and so cool to get an opportunity and now that I've got an opportunity to do that it just even a small bit that I was a part of is just it's super special and uh yeah it's something I'll remember for the rest of my life obviously and uh and I hope that we get back and uh, you know, I can be a part of the Roughnecks for a long time, and a part of the league, and maybe get an opportunity to do it again sometime on the road.
1: I am glad your daughter got to enjoy chocolate uh, chocolate milk out of the cup. That's, that's fantastic. That's what Uncle that's,
2: Derek had. Uncle yeah. Derek had chocolate uh, milk out of there too. That's fantastic.
1: I'm guessing Dad didn't have chocolate milk out of it, but that's okay. That's okay. We had
3: all sorts of things out of it, but uh, (laughs) Kingston had it in the living room one night, and uh, she did get to drink some chocolate milk out of it. That might have been why I had to replace the foam on the inside of the case. (laughs) (laughs) Because maybe it was a little funky in there. I don't know if it was from the beer or if it was from the maybe chocolate milk that might have been left over but uh either way she got to have some fun with it
1: <laughs> <laughs> sean uh th- thanks so much for joining us tonight uh sorry we had to pull you off the golf course uh, but uh, you know be safe be healthy and uh have a great weekend and uh, look forward to doing it again and-, and keep listening to the show thanks for your thanks for your support man
3: uh it's been great you guys are doing an awesome job and appreciate being a part of
1: it. Good stuff. Sean Cable from your uh, Calgary Roughnecks. Uh, Bizzy, we got to take a time out when we come back. Okay. we got our, we got our Friday shout-out happening on a Friday night. Uh, don't go anywhere. Keep it locked here on Sports Talk with Jock. Just a quick reminder, a little bit of a shout-out to our Hero of the Month for the month of June, Tom's House of Pizza. Best thin crust pizza in town. If you're looking for some takeout tonight, give Tom's House of Pizza a call. The Calgary Children's Foundation helps kids in need throughout the year with the support of Hero like Tom's House of Pizza. He's Derek Bidwell. I'm Jock Wilson. This is Friday Time. So when the pandemic first hit about three months ago... You know, I was thinking, jeepers, we got no sports to talk about. What are we going to do on Friday nights? Let's keep it light. And, and I got talking with my good buddy, Derek Bidwell, and we thought, why don't we come up with, you know, Friday fun time? And, and I thought it might just be every two weeks, but we had so much fun the first night, we decided to take it every week. And then a couple of weeks in, we started bringing in guests. Like Ted Henley, Scott Coe, Burkdales, Dales, Jason Day last week, Bob Bailey, Dar McPool, Jason LaBarbera, Sean, Sean yeah, yeah Jason LaBarbara, Sean Cable. Uh, the only trouble, Bidzy, is I think we're running out of friends.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I've been I've, as the bookie for this segment. I've been doing pretty good, and you know what I've been doing? I, I, I'm I'm staying ahead of the game. So right now, I already got okay. two on the waiting list. Okay, and I think I got somebody that texted me tonight. That is uh, that is a former Stampeder, very well known name that he wants to come on, okay. on the show as well too, and he's been listening to it, so that's good.
1: Okay, so we're 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 not running out of friends just yet,
2: not just yet,
1: not just yet. Eventually, eventually we will. Well, maybe we'll, this maybe this pandemic will end and we'll actually get back to sports talk, but that's uh, that's okay. Hey, we end the show with a little Friday shout out. So, who do you want to shout out tonight?
2: Okay, we always go back and forth. So my first one, I'm going to go uh, my gal, Andrea. I always got to do that. She, was, uh, she texted in tonight saying that she doesn't give me too much trouble. And it's yes. true. She lets me get it away with a lot. The leash is pretty long. Uh, and also by saying a shout out to, uh, giving a shout-out to Andrea, I want to give a shout-out to your lovely wife, Jock, Sherry, for putting up with you all these years. And especially during this time.
1: Ah, uh, and I'm single this weekend because uh, she's she's going to see her family in Kelowna. So there you go. Oh. Uh, I I want to have the shout out to the Mickelson National Golf Course. Their official opening day was on Monday. Brand new golf course opened in the city. Bids, you got to come here to play it. Yeah, I've heard about
2: the Mickelson uh, yes. course out there. Yes, and anyway, is, is it a full 18 right now? Or full 18,
1: not? full 18. It's all good wow. to go. Wow.
2: Wow. Okay. Time for one more shout. One time here. for one more shout out. Okay, last one is to my buddy. Uh, You've met him before, Tim Shopsi-Sieben. He is known in these parts as one of the fastest water sliders in the league, and uh, and he can really get down there, and I want to give a quick shout-out to him, Shopsi.
1: Shopsy. Shout-out to Shopsy on a Friday night. Bidsy, I'm out of time. I don't have any more time for shout-outs. I did want to actually shout-out to to Roger Goodell, NFL commissioner, because he he sort of did an apology to Colin Kaepernick tonight, but uh, we'll save that for another day. Uh, You take care, my friend. Have a great weekend. Stay safe. Stay healthy. He's Derek Bidwell. I'm Jock Wilson. Thanks so much for listening. This is Sports Talk with Jock.